Hello and welcome to the fourth edition of the Deutsche Fußball podcast. I'm George Stoneman. And I'm Aaron Rose. And we'll start at the um, Signal Aduna Park this week, where Borussia Dortmund uh, hammered Stuttgart. It's a nice little 6-1 win on uh, Friday night. Um, obviously, great end to a great week for uh, Dortmund. Klopp's on a new contract in 2018. Uh, obviously, they beat Arsenal the week before um, and keeping up with Dor- uh, Munich at the top of the league. Still got took the lead after uh, uh, Dortmund had all the early pressure, but then Lewandowski hat trick, Socrates, Royce, and Aubameyang finished finished the uh, job off. Um, if you haven't seen the goals, uh, I'd recommend checking out the fourth, the Mkhitaryan, with a just wonderful assist for Lewandowski. Um, but yeah, they're going to take some stopping in this form. Um, what do you make of their season so far? Yeah, I mean they've they've started well. I mean, like you say, Stuttgart obviously took an early lead. Um, and everyone was thinking, oh, here we go. You know, their legs starting to feel a bit heavy now. But it really was the Lewandowski hat trick that killed them off. I mean, there was two, there was two in two minutes, wasn't there? And from that, there was there was no coming back from Stuttgart. I think they sort of set out to stay in the game for as long as possible, but they just blew them away. Um, and like you say, they're, they're going to miss Lewandowski obviously when he goes. But with players like Aubameyang or getting used to the league, I mean, he was obviously bought this year with a view to playing next year almost almost a, a case of we know he's going let's buy our replacement now and get him blended in as opposed to just leaving us short but no I mean it's it's good I mean when you take, you take the slip out uh, the slip against Gladbach a couple of weeks ago out and they'd be top of the league but obviously it was a good result Friday night to put the pressure on Bayern and the other sides for the rest of the weekend yeah um, obviously Lewandowski's goals were just poachers goals just pure and simple just right place right time read the, read the game what was going to happen and like you say, he's going to be a huge miss for them when he does leave, and it looks like he's still going to buy. And so when he does go there, what what an acquisition that's going to be. Moving on to the um, shock of the week, um, and Braunschweig, bottom of the league, looking dead and buried already. You know, um, twenty three goals against, not the worst defence in the league, but as good as um, a one 0 win against Leverkusen. Leverkusen rested players Champions League this week obviously big game coming up against uh, Shakhtar need to win but um, the risk didn't pay off of resting them and um, yeah Bellarabi caused a lot of problems for Leverkusen but it was Kumbela that popped up with the uh, goal just not the, not the best finish from two yards you'll ever see but um, nonetheless great win for Braunschweig and sort of real confidence booster first home win of the season they're dead and buried, aren't they? They're not going to, sort of, despite this, really push on and get out of there. You you would think, but then every time we seem to say it, they seem to pop up with a win. Um, I mean, if we're looking at the table now, they're only, they're only one point off the, the the 16th place playoff spot, so it only takes a few more wins like this. I mean, again, just hypothetically, win a couple more games, they could almost be climbing, climbing as high as sort of 8th or ninth. So... Whilst I think they're struggling, I think it might be a tad premature to call them dead and buried. But I mean, it's it's not a game that Leverkusen should be losing. It's a real lesson for Sammy Hippier there. You know, first season in charge, and has took his eye off the prize, so to speak. Was looking at looking at tonight rather than focusing on the opponent who's got in front of him, and it came out to bite him on the bum. Yeah, I mean, I think the stat was uh, no team that's ever lost six of the first eight games has ever gone on to stay in the league, and obviously Brownswell did that and. Uh, you know they are going to struggle. This squad's just not really good enough. A bit sort of like um, Croatia first with this squad. You know will pick up results like this maybe, but 
in hindsight it's really not good enough um, yeah sort of poor from Leverkusen um, obviously great news in the weekend that Lars Bender extended his contract after much speculation that he was going to be moving on obviously a lot of um, clubs interested in him uh, sent off at the end sort of bad end to a good week for him um, obviously so they'll miss him next week Leverkusen's chances this season um, obviously only four points off the top after this weekend still so still very much in the hunt but sort of same as last season third place comfortable in the Champions League do we feel yeah it looks like they've sort of got third place tied up already um, like I said they're only four points off the table still but you can see as the games go on Munich definitely and probably Dortmund sort of slipping away from them sliding away gradually but the ba- with the battle for fourth being so open you can see them sort of having third sort of tied up almost by Christmas yeah I mean those three sort of run away with it each year um, it's not obviously brilliant to see competitively obviously with the rest of the league playing catch up but you know they are the sort of three teams that are set apart from the rest moving on and it was uh, Hoffenheim versus Bayern in the uh, Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Um Bayern 2-1 win good win obviously but um, they could have been 5 nil up but went 1-0 down uh, Neuer real sort of howler claimed a cor- or came to claim for a corner completely missed it um, simple finish for the defender um, but then obviously came back they just ooze class uh, Gertz on not 100% yet still says he's got more to give brilliant again um, Ribery causing problems Muller just in the mix once more Mandzucic um, poaching simple win should it have been easier for them obviously results previous weeks they've sort of hit three or four but um, yeah they, they, they seem to be making a habit of going behind and making it hard for themselves and obviously last weekend's hurt so they did the same um, it's something that Guardiola will want to eradicate and they'll want to just it'll be he'll just want a comfortable 2-0 3-0 somewhere with no stress um, but obviously life of a goalkeeper Neuer can make save after save one week and the next week go and do something like this um, and he's always got it in him as good as he is but but no I mean it's it's a game which Bayern were expected to win they have won so they'll they'll move onwards and upwards but again I, I'm just so impressed with Goetzer and the way he's sort of come into the team and the way he's playing in the team and such a high profile move and he's moved but will he even get in the team and all of this nonsense but he's just showing his class showing why they've gone and bought him and now I'm, I'm pleased for him and it's obviously good for the team and Germany yeah I mean um, obviously Xavi Martin is now back and it looks like Lahm might be shifted back to right back possibly um, make room for Martinez who's obviously a brilliant player um, but just a mention to Hoffenheim as well um, they you know gave their all um, put themselves about and I think we're probably maybe deserved of a draw in the end, um, sort of languishing in mid-table at the moment, sort of hit and miss start. Obviously, uh, won the playoff relegation or relegation playoff last season, stayed up. I think they'll be safe this year. But Kevin Volland was their standout performer, and we're big fans here at Deutsche Fußball of him. Um, just you know, playing from the right side, uh, missed a few chances, but just put himself about and. You know, really caused problems for Bayern, and I think he could be, a, you know, sort of star for the future for Germany. Um, what do you make of his prospects? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always encouraging to see, in a funny way, it's always encouraging for players to get the chance and miss it, as opposed to not get the chance at all. So he's obviously making the right runs and finding the space and things like that. And as as he gets older and more experienced and more mature, his confidence will grow and he'll calm down in front of goal and. 
he'll put chances like this away. But no, it's it's encouraging. Like I said, it's encouraging for the national team. They've already got the next crop of youngsters seeming to be coming through already, and pushing your your more experienced, established players. I mean, this World Cup's probably too early for them, but expect to see a lot of the players like Volland, like your Draxlers and your Gertzers, all proper starring roles in the Euros in just under three years' time. Yeah, um, definitely. And as you say, talking of youngsters, on to the next game, uh, Hertha versus Schalke. Obviously, Schalke blessed with the talents of uh, Max Meyer and Julian Draxler, who Draxler scored this weekend after uh, some poor performances recently. But Hertha, obviously fourth last weekend, now down to seventh after the weekend results. Great win for Schalke away from home. Um, obviously, Hertha started really well. Um, still Schalke's worst start for 20 years, um, but great win. Hildebrand with his 100th clean sheet. Fully deserved it as well. Some really top saves in the game. Slazai with his seventh goal of the season, um, making up for the loss of Hunslater injury, who's now back in training. Poor from Hertha keeper Kraft really just came flapping, sort of you know, that's similar to Neuer in that came for the ball, didn't claim it, cost him a goal. Um, but yeah, just to mention sort of you know uh, Meyer and Draxler. Draxler have been critical of himself recently. Said um, he needs to do more, put himself about more, run. Just want the ball more. Um, he's apologised for his performance against Dortmund the week before. Obviously blessed with talent, but has he got that sort of luxury side to him? Um, you know, just really needs to sort of focus his game. He's, he's mentioned personal issues off the pitch. Can we see the best of him this season still? I, I think he will. Um, I think he'll get better each week. I mean, obviously there'll be exceptions because he's still a young player. But I mean, the amount of money and offers that were coming in and tempting him and Main bids being made for him in the summer, you know, it's it'd been it impossible for a player of that age not to have their head turned. He's decided to stay, whether it's the club not accepting offers or him signing his new deal at the start of the summer. He's decided to stay. He's going to give his all. He's a Schalke boy, and I do think once he settles down, you know, he's got these niggly injuries and kicks, and you know, he's going to get them. But once he gets used to them, sort of gets over them a bit more, he'll get used to it and just expect him to get better. And he's only going to improve with players like. Prince Boateng around him obviously Maya coming through and improving as well once you get Hunslar back in you've got better movement up front I mean Slar is obviously a good stopgap for the time being but Hunslar's that next step up so once he gets Hunslar back as well you'll, you'll get more assists and make be- Hunslar make better runs more space so I do think he'll get better each week but no it's encouraging it's quite good of him as well to be critical to his own, of his own game it shows he's quite level headed and keeping his feet on the ground as opposed to getting above himself already which is encouraging to see yeah, it would have been easy for him to sort of say he's been doing well enough and sort of defend himself. So, yeah, it's good to see him, you know, productively criticise himself to improve his game more because it will only be beneficial for club and country. Um, next game, Augsburg versus Mainz. Uh, Augsburg um, went 1-0 up, which has been a curse of uh, late. Um, third game in a row where they went 1-0 up. Well, last three games, they've gone 1-0 up. They've gone on to either lose or draw. Um Held on this time, went 2-0 up. Uh, Hahn with both goals, two good, you know, good finishes. Mainz quite poor. Um, before their penalty, sort of gave them a chance of coming back. Um, but again, theme of the game, poor goalkeeping. Uh, Velko on at half-time for Mainz. Poor keeping, sent off. Keeper at, uh, out for player to go and goal. Always um, great one for the fans and to see. But um, yeah, Augsburg, good win, needed at home as well, up to 13th. 
little bit of breathing space from the bottom, five points now. Um, what do you make of both the teams so far? Obviously, they're above each other in the league, just two places. Um, so it's a little bit of a six-pointer. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously good for the Wolfsburg to shake off that, that one-nil up defeat or draw sort of monkey almost. It's little things like that which can just grind at players as well. I mean, a team goes one up and it gets to back to 1-1 one, one and the fans all of a sudden come apprehensive. And there probably would have been a suspicion of that when it got back to 2-1. Um, so it's it's good to shake that little monkey off. But again, these are two sides which will... Their first, first project will be staying in the league. Um, and then anything more they can achieve will be seen as a great bonus and a great achievement for them. But no, it's it's games like this which you need to be winning to ensure you stay out of that relegation trouble. Teams that you want to be that will probably finish around you. Um, and it's a big win at home, sort of the game which at home against a team like this, you, a team like Mainz, that they should be winning. So they'll be happy with that. And I think Mainz will just have to write it off and go again next week. Yeah, I mean obviously as well, um, huge win for Augsburg, obviously because the teams below them, Hamburger, Eintracht, Freiburg. You could say in a false position, um, Hamburg with a new manager, Eintracht doing well in. Uh, Europe not so much in the league and um, Freiburg obviously were up in Europe, you know Europa League too so uh, yeah these sort of wins will be vital for them um, below them though are Freiburg and Nuremberg um, Nuremberg at home Verbeek's first home game 3-0 defeat not what the fans would have wanted to see fans were very disgruntled at the end of the game um, sort of dominated Freiburg completely uh, for you know, a good hour of the game before Freiburg against the runner play scored. Um, you know, stuff like that. The Freiburg, you know, you should see them move up the table. Just getting sort of results like this, where you know, behind, you know, under the caution, sort of, um, you know, win. Um, they had their right back sent off a descent, which probably won't help for future fixtures. Um, but yeah, you know, three good goals. Um, no win this season first win of the season which is huge yeah uh, and sorry uh, you know Nuremberg still without a win as well um, you know yeah it's, it's obviously it was a big win for them going into the game dubbed the winless games a draw written all over it but um, but no Nuremberg uh, you know they, they battled and they couldn't produce the goods and Freiburg you know they, they went there and they won the game so it's like I say, it's the it's, it's the kind of result which they needed. It's the first win of the season now, so hopefully that will settle them down a bit. And again, like you say, that they're, they're in somewhat of a false position. So they keep winning games like this. They should be okay. Nuremberg need to get that first win, and they need to start picking up results. So they could find themselves in danger of being cut drift at the bottom. Now, I mean, they're the joint goal difference, but joint bottom on seven points now. So. They need to get that first win, or at least start picking up points now. Um, otherwise, they will find the problem. I mean, they're not losing too many games. It's just the problem is they've drawn seven games, mm. um, and that's how you find yourself in trouble. You're better, you're better served winning one, losing two, than you are drawing two, losing one. Uh, so they need to they need to start winning these games and just turning these draws into wins. And once they do that, they'll be fine. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and obviously Verbeek did well at uh, AZ, um, and you know, so you'd expect Nuremberg to pick up, you know. A lot more points. We're still early days in the season, so uh, lots of time to go with that one. Moving on, um, again, a basement team, Eintracht Frankfurt, home to Wolfsburg. Not the best of starts. Uh, own goal after two minutes. Um, although their talisman Meyer equalised for a good free kick, big number fourteen, um, great goal. But uh, youngster Maxi Arnold th- 
third goal in three games, topped it off for Wolfsburg, 2-1 win, up to fifth. No home win in the league for Frankfurt, um, really struggling in the league, great in the Europa League, not so much in the Bundesliga, but um, again, you'd expect them to pick up more points to maybe move up the table, but again, there could be a team that um, will stick around there, trying to juggle the two. Then Hamburg versus uh, Mönchengladbach. Hamburg, uh, first lost under Van Marwijk. Um, papers dubbed it Cruise Control, two goals from Max Cruise. Really, really great signing. Again, fans fans of him. Um, two smart finishes. Uh, Sobiek, really, really poor defending. Uh, obviously filling in for the injured Johan Juru. Um, but yeah, Cruz took advantage of both. Uh, sixth and seventh goal of the season. Um, f- yeah, first loss, as we say, f- in five for Van Marwijk. And Gladbach's first away win since May, which is a sensational stat. But yeah, great win for those two. Borussia Mönchengladbach Gladbach up to fourth. And then final game of the week, Werder versus Hanover. Um, three to win for Werder. You know, really, really... Great win, needed it, just take some pressure off. Um, first win in sort of three. Hanover struggling, obviously hadn't scored or got a point away from home this season before Before then. Scored two, one of them an absolute cracker. Um, but yeah, great win for Verda. And that brings us on to our player of the week, who was Aaron Hunt. Just sort of dictated the play um, for Verda. Had a hand, all three goals. Um, just really great performance and just what Verda needed. Obviously, lost to Bruyne over the summer, gone back to Chelsea after his loan spell finished. Um, and they needed that player to step up, and Hunt can be that player. Obviously, um, was in the same team as Marion Ozil earlier in his career. Finally, sort of showing signs of what he's about. What do you make of his performance at the weekend? Yeah, I mean, it was obviously had a hand in all three of the goals, so he he was influential. And he's always had that potential, but it just seemed a little bit untapped. I mean, I was linked. There was uh, speculation that he would be linked to. He was moving away in the summer. I think Stoke were interested in him, um, but but no, it's obviously it's a big it's big for Verde to keep him. And like you say, he played in the same team as Ozil. He's in Marin and had De Bruyne there last year. And they've always they've always had these playmakers of Verde. Now it seems like it's Hunt's turn to step up. And performances like this are only going to help him build his confidence, and hopefully it can sort of see him really kick on and show that potential which he was showing as early as sort of four or five years ago. Yeah, and. A national team call-ups unlikely, but in terms of form for Verda, I mean, once you know, once he's at his best, I mean, uh, Verda will definitely pick up points uh, galore because he really can be a real asset. But like we mentioned, um, a real cracker of the goal in that uh, Verda game against uh, Hanover Sakai, Hanover right back, not really the type you'd expect, but two on down, unleashes a rocket. In off the bar always looks better, um, but really, really great hit. But unfor- well, not unfortunately, good for the league. But uh, there was another real corker of a goal. Um, Dorida for Freiburg uh, in their first one of the season. We're gonna have to let you choose these ones. We'll link both on the site with the podcast. Um, this real great hit from Dorida, left foot, 25 yards out, whipped it, real pace on the ball, top corner. And I mean the importance of the goal at one 0 up, just to sort of seal the points almost. Um, his first in the league as well, just sort of wonderful for Freiburg. And you know, would you make of both goals? What are your views on them? Yeah, I mean they're obviously both exceptional hits. Um, if I was going to choose one, I'd choose Dorida. 
uh, the way he picked the ball up and hit it on the run slightly off balance and it flew into that into the back of the net I mean for me I saw that and was just left almost breathless oh, what a hit but mm. but no I mean they're both absolutely exceptional goals and sort of unfortunately both coming the same week yeah not often you get to choose uh, from two special goals like that so yeah we'll let you choose and it's the talking point of the week um, the goalkeeping standard in the league really uh, we mentioned Neuer and Kraft and uh, Mainz keeper just really you know sort of poor performances from them and the week before obviously Bauman had a shocker for Freiburg he was sort of back to his best this week but sort of um, you know it's a problem across all leagues goalkeepers always have their days is it a case of there's just three of those days this weekend for those keepers or is there a problem with you know some of the standards of goalkeeping across the league um, I think it's just a case of it's just one of those days I mean it's it's like we, like we touched on with Neuer it's just the charmed life of a goalkeeper you can have absolutely outstanding performances and everyone's like yeah well done and then no one bats an eyelid and you drop a howler and it's brought up for the next the next season um, so it's always, it's always the curse of being a goalkeeper but I mean it's it's something which every goalkeeper's got in them you, you won't find a goalkeeper that doesn't drop a howler every now and then even Oliver Kahn had a minimum but I mean um, but no it's it's something which goalkeepers won't want to see but as, as shown with with Freiburg goalie, they'll, you know, onwards and upwards, forget about it and crack on the next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's that for this week. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.